Jesus is the one that has the final say on any subject. This sermon series on the messages to the seven churches in the book of Revelation is so timely and relevant to believers today. Today, we look at an essential message to the church of Laodicea. You'll be amazed about how this message by our Lord Jesus is so relevant to us today. Discover how the lessons learned equips us to embrace the challenge, knowing we are destined to overcome. Now join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church family. Oh, glory be to the name of Allah. So in this season, we have been looking at Christ's messages to the various churches in Revelations 2 and 3. He wrote to seven churches. And each one had a significant message. He had a significant message for each and every one of them. And that message applies to all ages. And I trust that this has been a blessing as we've been going through them. Been identifying where I need to make a correction. Where I need to step up higher and draw closer in my walk, in my walk with the Lord. So we look, we've looked at various churches. Put, put up that map again. We've looked at the church of Ephesus, where he told them to return to their first love. We look at Simena, where they were being persecuted because they were standing for God. We look at Pegamos, the compromising church. They were tempted to compromise. And some way, somehow, they were falling for it. We looked at Tyatara as well. We looked at Sardis. And today, and you see, if you look at the map, you see it, it's, it's, it's located. There was a mill road that went through all these areas. And the letters were written in order. Ephesus, Semina, Pergamum, Tyatara, Sardis, Philadelphia, and then Laodicea. So today, we'll be looking at the church of Laodicea. Amen. All right, let's turn our Bibles to Revelations chapter 3. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Revelations three and your life will be transformed by the entrance of his word if you believe that say amen, amen. and he says and to the angel of the church of the laodiceans write these things says the amen the faithful and true witness the beginning of the creation of god i know your works that you are neither cold or hot and i wish i could wish you were cold or hot so then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. And do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garment, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
All right, so I'll give us, a, to, similar to how we, 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 the structure we'll be going with, it says to the angel of the church of the Lord, it says, right, and that is really talking to the leader or the pastor of the church. And Laodicean was a church that was believed to have been planted by Epaphras. Remember Epaphras from Colossians chapter 4 verse 12. He was laboring in, in prayer. He planted a church in Colossae, um, Laodicea, and then also the Herapolis. Now, Laodicea was a very wealthy city. They had a, a lot of wealth. And this will help us understand some of the things that Jesus Christ is saying to them. They had a banking center located right there in Laodicea. They also had a textile manufacturing plant. They had a medical school, for, and it was reputed to um, be able. They had a Phrygian powder that could actually cure eye sicknesses in that area. And sometimes, in some cases, they believe to, be, to, to cure blindness as well. And one time, they had an earthquake. An earthquake happened. And the Romans offered to, to, to help them out, rebuild the city. And the Laodiceans were so arrogant and proud. They said, you Romans, who do you think we are? you are? We are so wealthy, we are rich. We'll build this place ourselves. We'll rebuild it ourselves. And they did. And also, one of the things that happened was, it sat in very close, 10 miles to the, to, very close, 10 miles on the other side was the city of Colossae. And then about 10 to 11 miles on the other side was Herapolis. And Colossae was a mountain town and they depended on when, when, when it snowed and, and the, the waters came from, down from the mountain. It was cool and refreshing water. So when it got very hot, people will retire there and, and, and go and enjoy the cool and cold water of Colossae. Herapolis, on the other hand, had hot springs and again it, it had some medicinal properties so some people went out there also to go and relax in the hot springs to receive healing what the laudation said then decided to do and this had never been done before their engineers decided and, and, and that they were going to do this and this had never been done before they are going to send because they didn't have a reliable supply of water they are going to take the cold water from Colossae and combine it with the hot water from Hierapolis. You, you know how we have now, we mix our hot and cold in our bathroom. This has never been done before. So they are going to combine it, combine those two to provide reliable source of water for them. They waited and waited and waited and waited for this water. When the water finally came from Colossae, it had become lukewarm. When the water came from Hierapolis, because it had gone through the, um, the clay pipes, it had, it had I mean, absorbed minerals and different things, it had a tepid taste by the time it got to Laodicea. So when the people drank the water, they said, this is disgusting. We have been waiting all this time for this water. They just threw it out and said, blah, yuck. They spewed it out. Okay, so now with that background, let's continue. This will help us understand where we are going. It says, these things says the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. The amen, that word in the Greek has a definitive article. The amen. 
Jesus is the one that has the final say on any subject. This morning, I don't know what you may be going through. I don't know what you may be faced with. But Jesus is saying to you, in any area of your life, I am to have the final say. In your health, in your finances, in your family, in every area of your life, I am the amen. I am the true, the faithful witness. Not what the report out there says, not what anybody has said, but my report comes from the word of God and Jesus has the final say in my life. And he has the final say in your life as well. If you believe that, say amen. amen. I am the amen, the faithful and true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. 15. I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. So I wish it will mean a lot to the, it will mean something to these people. I wish, I mean, some, you think about it. Is it not, I mean, it, where, I mean, which one I rather, he says, I would rather you are cold or hot. I rather you are cold and refreshing. Like the refreshing waters of Colossae or you are healing. Like the hot waters from Hierapolis. But I cannot stand, similar to how you could not stand when the water was tepid and was not useful i cannot stand lukewarm choose your pick <laughs> it says i know your works you, you see and, and these people again had become very self-sufficient i pray in the mighty name of jesus that beginning from this moment oh i don't know the state that you are in from a spiritual standpoint but i pray in the name of jesus may god revive you so that you will be cold and refreshing that you will not just be self-conscious about your, about only yourself uh, but out of you will flow a spring of refreshing that will refresh people around you and i don't know your spiritual condition but my prayer is that may you be on fire and burning for god in the mighty name of jesus may your fire be ablaze may you be on fire for god in the name of jesus he says i cannot stand lukewarm may god light you up this morning hallelujah in the name of jesus we trust you're being blessed by this message word mission church international diverse church family located at 5050 edison avenue colorado springs colorado 80915 right here in colorado springs make plans to join the wmci family in person sunday at 10 a.m saturday at 6 p.m and wednesday prayer and teaching at 6 p.m to join us online for live streaming services Find Word Mission Church International on Facebook or YouTube. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube to be notified when we stream live on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to download a free book, What Every Christian Needs to Know. Also, download free prayer cards to pray the scriptures over your children, marriage, and so much more. 
your kids will love our kids' online church, where they can play Bible trivia games, download Bible coloring pages, and so much more. Text or call 719-235-5535 with any questions. Now, let's continue with The Word with Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church family. So, so he, he says that because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I am going to vomit you out of my mouth. I no longer find you pleasurable. God wants us to please it. I no longer find you pleasurable, so I'm going to have to spew you out of my mouth. It's not that they are losing their salvation. It's just like, no, 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 no. It doesn't find pleasure in them. I pray may you be well-pleasing to God. I pray you'll be well-pleasing to God. I said, I pray you'll be well-pleasing to God. I said, I pray you'll be well-pleasing to God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Then he goes on to say, because you say I am rich, I have become wealthy and have need of nothing. Whether the place that these people got to was they got to a place in their walk with God, in their walk with God where they said, look, from a natural standpoint, we have everything that we need. We are wealthy, we are rich, we don't need anything. And we don't even need you, God. You see, you can easily get to that point. You may be watching and you might, you might get to that place where you feel self-sufficient. It was, an, it was an act of pride on their part. We have everything that we need from a natural standpoint, so we don't need you. We have need of nothing. When we get to that place where we, we look at God and we, say, and we look at our lives and we say, we, are, we have everything that we need. We don't need anything else. We don't need you, God. We can do it on our own. We can figure this in on our own. We can lead our lives on our own. We don't need you. We are a dangerous place. How many of us realize that we need God? Oh, 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 if you haven't discovered that, you'll discover that one of these days. <laughs> you'll get a revelation. We need him every single hour. We need him every single day. I like the songwriter that said, I need you every hour. There is moment by moment, Lord, I need you. I need you in every aspect of my life. Maybe you may be watching and you are shaking your fist at God and you are rejecting him. I have come to assure you by the living God that you will need him. One of these days you will. <laughs> oh, but I pray you make a decision to walk with him every single day of your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, he says, because you say, he said, they were alleging, they were saying, I am rich, I've become wealthy, and I've need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. You see, the way God sees things is different from the way we see things. We have to get to the place where we don't see ourselves the way we see ourselves, but we say, Lord, help me see myself the way you see me. Help me see myself, my spiritual state, how you see it. He says, you do not know. This is a serious situation. 
They've gotten callous. That word wretched means callous. You are poor. You are blind and naked. How can you be walking around naked from a spiritual standpoint and you don't know it? And the whole time you think you are doing very well from a natural standpoint. You see, and, and it would mean a, a something to these people also because from a natural standpoint, the town was blessed, the church was, was, was also rich, but he's saying that spiritually you are poor. You are bankrupt spiritually. Sp I mean, physically, you have that medical school, that medical center that has that fragrant powder for the healing of the, of the blind and the eye sicknesses, but spiritually you are blind. You cannot see. You don't have the eyes, the perception to see. And that's a dangerous place to be in. And then he goes on to say, you are naked. You have that textile industry. And that, those people, they were, because when they, are very, they were rich, they dressed like royals. With all the textile manufacturing plant that you have there from a spiritual standpoint, when I'm looking at you, you are naked. But you are going around saying, I'm doing well, I'm doing good. <laughs> Then he goes on to say, he says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich. You see, Jesus is not against you being rich from a natural standpoint. What he wants you to have is to have both. To be rich spiritually and to be also rich financially. You, you, you see, I mean, we need money. When you go to the store and you don't have money, you'll get a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> we need money down here we need money to spread the gospel <laughs> you like that <laughs> we need money every time that we go on air every time we go on TV we go on radio every time we get on a plane to go to a different nation it takes money to do it and, and you see when, for, 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 for instance when we give up our 10% in a way, it's a way we are proving to God that he's first in our lives. This is the finances that you have blessed me with and our offerings. We are saying, Lord, you are first in my life. I am acknowledging you first in my finances. And, and, and the rest of it, you take it over and let it be a blessing. So he's saying that, look, you have a situation here, but I can help you. That word counsel means, I like Jesus. He not only points out to you the problem, he's telling them, I counsel you. Let's have a joint session together and talk things over. I know the spiritual condition that you are in. I counsel you to buy of me. Again, in Laodicea, they had a very big um, marketplace. I mean, a, a huge marketplace in, in uh, some of these cities that we, we talked about. They will have two of the agoras, two of these things. They had four. And they had potential about 4,500 shops that you could go and, get and buy pretty much anything that you needed in life for your home and, and, and the things that you needed. Jesus is saying that marketplace won't help you with this condition. Come to me. And buy from me gold in the fire. I don't know. Sometimes we, we, you may have gotten yourself in a mess. You may have gotten yourself in a jam. You may have gotten yourself in a terrible, terrible situation. 
Maybe with all that is going on in the world, it has impacted you one way or the other. And you don't know which way to go, which way to turn. This morning, Jesus is saying, I cancel you. I have given you an invitation. Come and let's talk these things over. The thing that you have been trying and doing is not working. I have the answer and the solution to the jam and to the situation that you are in. Don't think that you are self-sufficient and you have need of nothing or you don't need me. Come to me and buy of gold. And gold is very precious. Gold is a very precious metal. Come to me and buy that you may be rich. Not only financially rich, spiritually rich in every area of your life. Don't get to the place where you say, Lord, I don't need you. Lord, I can do without you. I am here. It is an open invitation. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for his word. Thank God for his mighty Holy Spirit. Thank God for his mercy. No matter how far you are straight, no matter how far you have gone, no matter how lukewarm you have become, he is saying, come to me. Come, not only come and get gold, but gold refined with fire. I will put you through that fire. I will burn that chaff away. I will burn the things in your life that are not pleasurable to me, that are not pleasing to me. I will burn that pride, the arrogance. I will burn away your self-sufficiency and I can take over your life and when I am done with you, you will come forth as precious as gold. You have more value. You will fulfill your fullest potential. That is the goal of Jesus Christ. That is what he has planned and what he has purposed. That you and I will live our life to the full. We will live and maximize our potential. The purpose for which God created us. And so this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. You may say pastor I have fallen below God's standard. I have fallen below the potential that God has for me. But in the name of Jesus. If you are willing to listen to Jesus. And to cooperate with him. I see him taking you from where you are. And bringing him you into your very. The very best that you have for, he has for your life. If you believe that, say amen. amen. My Lord and my God. Come and buy of me gold. You see, gold is long lasting. Gold is, 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 is very precious. I, 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 can, I can go through airports. If I'm going through the airport and I'm carrying wood, uh, they, may, they, they may stop me and, 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 and a bunch of wood and, and they may stop me at the entry point and say, what are you, what are you going to do with, with all this? But this ring on my finger is gold. I carried it through there and they won't, they won't, they won't ask me any questions. Right. The word of God is, is, I mean, think about it. It goes all over the nations of the world. Word Mission Church International, diverse church family. Located at 5050 Edison Avenue, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80915, right here in Colorado Springs. Make plans to join the WMCI family in person, Sunday at 10 a.m., Saturday at 6 p.m., and Wednesday prayer and teaching at 6 p.m. To join us online for live streaming services, 
Find Word Mission Church International on Facebook or YouTube. Like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube to be notified when we stream live on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to download a free book, What Every Christian Needs to Know. Also, download free prayer cards to pray the scriptures over your children, marriage, and so much more. Your kids will love our kids' online church, where they can play Bible trivia games. Download Bible coloring pages and so much more. To partner with us to spread the gospel, please text GIVE to 719-235-5911. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. Text or call 719-235-5535 with any questions.